Thank you for purchasing this audio product. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We believe that your faith will increase and your life changed by applying the principles in this teaching. Well, I'm going to carry on where Nikki, um, I don't want to say left off, but the month is, uh, he's speaking about the Esther's. And for me, it's not just, um, the Esther is not just for women. The Esther is an Esther generation. She stood in the gap for her generation, for her nation. And um, tonight, I believe God is going to help you how to stand in the gap for your family. How to stand in the gap for your, your sisters and your brothers, your mom and your dad. And... Um, this generation is going to shake the nation. Say, this generation is going to shake the nation. South Africa. Amen. Uh, I believe God is going to put Jeremiah 1.9 uh, in your heart. It's going to be engraved in your heart that says, Then the Lord put his hand and touched my mouth. Say, the Lord touched my mouth. And the Lord said, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. That's what the Lord is going to do. Wherever you go, um, in the schools, in your community, in the church, when you open up your mouth, it will be words of Jesus and not a word of yourself. Amen. So tonight, um, God is going to He's going to turn your heart. He's going to, you know, I just see the hand of God like this, Nikki. It's like, it comes like this, and it's going to go right into your heart, and he's going to take your heart and take it out, the heart of stone, and he's going to give you a heart of flesh, a heart that you will feel him, a heart that you will experience him. So be ready. Be ready. There's some of you that you think, you know, what can the, you know, me. Um, I've sinned. I'm doing so many wrong things. It's impossible. It's not. It's never impossible. God uses people that goes through stuff. He, go, he uses people that goes through stuff, that goes through hard times. He uses them. Amen? Right. My mes message title for tonight is My Set Time. Tell the person next to you, it's my set time. I'm going to speak to you on what is the anointing of an Esther. Uh, she's going to take you from inferiority to influence. And then we're going to speak on the one thing that Nikki touched on tonight is prayer. I believe God is going to touch your hearts to turn to the Father, the Heavenly Father, and to cry out for Him again. And um, because God is calling this generation 418 to rise up and proclaim his word through the nation. Wherever you go, he wants you to proclaim his word. His word is the Bible. If some of you don't know what the word is, it's, your, it's the Bible. You've got it on your phones. You've got it on, it's, everybody should have the, the Bible on their phones. How many, raise your hands and show me how many people have the, the Bible on their phones. Okay, let's put the hands down. Who doesn't have their Bible on their phone? Raise your hand. Okay, after the service, you come and you speak to Nikki and all the leaders and you ask them to download the Bible on your phone because that's one thing you need. You don't need pornography on your phone. You need the Word of God on your phone. Amen? Yes. 
Because when you have the Word and you can open up, you know, the Word on your phone, not the message that you want to read about your girlfriend or your boyfriend, and firstly go into the Word, and then you have substance for your day. You cannot go without the Word, 418. Amen. He's awakening this remnant to His eternal purposes in the earth. He's got purpose for your, for your life. There's a purpose and a plan that the Lord has for your life. 418 will not be silent. That's a pathetic amen. 418 will not be silent. Yes, that's better. You will not be silent. You're going to stand up and you're going to move in the power of God. You're going to pray for the sick and you're going to heal the sick and you're going to pray for breakthroughs and for financial blessings in your home. You are going to be the vessel that God is going to use. You're going to be the Esther generation. Amen. This generation will respond to the call of God upon their life. You've got an assignment. Every single one of you have an, assi have an, um, an assignment from God, from heaven. Every one of you have a dream. You dream of something big. You dream of maybe being uh, the Catherine Kuhlman or let's say Paula White. I don't know who else, what other women of God are there that's preaching. Or maybe a, an Esther or um, a Priscilla Shirer. Whatever your dream is, woman, it's possible. And you guys... You've got such a great apostle in this house, Apostle Nikki. Your dream can be, I want to be like that man. Amen. He's a great example. The Lord has a purpose for your life. Say to the person next to you, bump him and say, God has a purpose for my life. This is your set time. This is your set time. I heard one amen. Who's that one? Your set time is here. God is going to change you. He's going to form you. He's going to transform you into what He has for you. Your set time is here. Do I have another one? Your set time. Amen. I'm going to back it up with a word. Put Psalms 102.13 up for me. Yeah, that is 418. Amen. It says there, You will arise. And have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. That her is the church. That is the generation sitting in front of me tonight. God is about to favor you. He's about to take you and put you in a place of favor. Amen. This generation needs to understand the call and the assignment of God upon your life. You need to understand it. This, this is one thing tonight. Get it in your heart. Your assignment started in the heart of God. It didn't start it. Nikki's assignment and Michal's assignment and the call of God upon their life didn't start it in my heart. It started in the heart of God. That is where your call and your assignment starts. And I can back it up again with the Word of God. Tell somebody, the Word of God has power. Oh my gosh, 418, what has happened to you that you had a, a bad week? Say, the Word of God has power. Amen. It says, Jeremiah 1.5 says, 
before I formed you in the womb. I knew and approved of you. God approved of you before you were set in the womb of your mother. Before the seed was released from your father, the Lord knew you. He formed you. Amen. And as a chosen instrument, He has chosen you. God has chosen you. And you, before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. That prophet to the nations means to speak the word, to preach the gospel in your schools. Amen. Hallelujah. Our call and an assignment was God's idea. It is a godly idea. It's not man's idea. It's God's idea. Esther was God's idea. That woman was God's idea to go and stand in the gap for her nation. Even if she said, Lord, even if, I, if, even if my life has to depend on it, I will stand in the gap for my nation. What are you going to do? I know Tanil is busy, but Tanil, you are chosen. You are chosen, girl. It was God's idea for you to be set next to Nikki, to be set in ministry. It was God's idea, woman of God. It was God's idea. It wasn't your parents' idea. It wasn't my idea or dad's idea. It was his idea to set you in this ministry, to be a part, to set. He took you and he set you. Amen. God takes you and he sets you. It was God's idea for you to get married. God's idea. God, tell somebody next to you, it's God's idea. Amen. The Lord is going to touch you tonight. I've got a feeling there's going to be a great movement of God upon your life tonight. Just imagine an army rising and marching together in unity and just pray in the Spirit and marching and marching and say, this generation will be saved. This generation will be saved. This generation will be a prayer generation. This generation will be a prayer generation. Imagine, imagine, we've got such a wild mind, imagination in our minds that we can think. We, you know what? I don't think we can comprehend what God has for us completely. We don't. So whatever God's idea is for your life, make peace with your process. It's hardships. It's hard. It's tough sometimes. I don't know which way, to the left or to the right. But it's God's idea for me to be here. Say, my set time is here. I believe this generation is the, is the season where this generation, the remnant, the chosen ones, will stand boldly with power for their people in prayer. You will become prayer warriors. You will intercede like an Esther. The Lord is about to release a new sound of prayer from heaven. 
I prayed two weeks ago, Monday night, at um, our prayer group. And I heard the sound of a new prayer that's been released from heaven. And only those who are hungry and thirsty... Only those who want to be changed, only those who want to stand in the gap for their generation will hear the sound. You will hear a sound that's going to shake you. Amen. The sound, the sound. You know, when you as young people, this generation, discover your identity and your purpose, the devil gets so nervous. He knows his days are numbered. When you discover your purpose, the plan that God has for you, then Satan goes like this. He gets so nervous that he knows that he knows his days are numbered. He's going to use you. You think it's done, but God says, I'm not done with you, son. I'm not done with you. Your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. God is going to use you in a mighty way. A mighty way is coming. A mighty wave in your life. Praise you, Jesus. You know, we as a family, thank God I married Nikki van der Westeisen. I thank God. Because it's a, a, man, a man that I married that loves God. Girls. Where are the girls that still want to date and is in love with a boyfriend somewhere? Where are those women? Make sure you marry a godly man. Make sure you date a godly man. Not a guy that wants to touch you. Your, your beautiful parts that God created. Make sure it's a man that says, let me take your hand. Let's pray. Let's see God together. Amen. You don't need a man, woman, to touch your body. That body doesn't belong to him. That body belongs to Jesus. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit that dwells within you. And guys, hey, come on, come on. You don't want a girl that wants to seduce you into bed with those eyes. Esther never did that. You want a godly woman, a God-fearing woman. You know, I can remember when we, uh, when Nicky was a year old. I actually told him today. He was a year old. And um, we took music. Worship music of Benny Hinn. Now, a lot of people, you know, they can mock and they can say whatever they like about men of God. But those are men of God that knows how to pray. So we took the music and we started praying and we started seeking God and we were worshiping. For 40 days, me and dad, Nikki was, he was a year old. I will never, ever forget when we seek God like that. From a year up till three years of age, then Michal was born, that we prayed in our home and we played only that music and we seek the face of God. And today the Lord said to me, that was a foundation set for your children, that they will know how to pray. 
They will know the sound of prayer. And that's why you will seek the Lord the way you do, you and Michal. A new thing is about to happen for the both of you. God is about to do something great for the both of you. The brothers, the West brothers. There comes a big, big, big surprise in this nation with the West brothers. Now, what is the characteristics of an Esther's anointing? Let me quickly give it to you. I've got six minutes left. For real? That's a liar. That is not, I'm not accepting that. So Jesus, turn the clock back. Thank you. Okay, number one. There will be a grace and favor that will be bestowed upon this generation to influence God's kingdom. Esther 5 verse 2 says, And when the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, she obtained favor in the sight, and he held out to her the golden scepter that was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched this, the tip of the scepter. Now I want you quickly to show them how does the, the a scepter looks like, because some people don't know. That was what the king was holding in his hand. Now, if, if you know, I'm, not, I'm now a woman, but I'm going to be represented as a... Oh, Nikki, come. You come here. Uh, take that st uh, banner that we normally use. Let's, let's use that as our scepter. Okay, but keep, keep it on. Okay, now you have to hold it like that. And I want uh, Tanil to come walking down. All right. And he sees this beautiful amazing queen coming down that prepared herself. And as she walked, just stop. As he saw her standing in the court, he saw her. <laughs> and she obtained favor in the sight to think she just obtained favor in the eyes of the king. Just think of the favor that you will get when you stand before kings. Before kings. You can stand, you can just stand there and the eyes can lock with your eyes and you obtain favor with the king. You can get favor with your boss. Amen. You can get favor with the principal. You can just stand there and the next minute your eyes lock with the principal and he sees, oh, this is like, there's something on this girl. There's something on this young man. I need to help them. I need to let them get to the next level of their, their life. I need to push them. I need to do something. That is favor. Amen. So he was standing there. No, he didn't stand like that, Nikki. He stood like that with his scepter. All right. And he said, and he held out to her. He held out the scepter to her that was in his hand. So Esther, look what Esther does. Esther doesn't just keep standing there. She drew near. He didn't even tell her to touch. He just was holding it in her direction. And she drew near. It's like the power is pulling her. Something is about to happen. And she touched the scepter. The point, the end of the scepter. Okay, but you need, to, you need to act this out, girl. Come here, a queen. So Queen Esther drew near and touched the tip 
of the scepter. She just touched it. Okay, you just touch it and you leave it. And the favor was upon her. When she was, imagine now, hang on, hang on. She stood there. She got favor already in the sight of the king. Then she drew near and she touched it. What did she touch? She needs to draw near, touch the word of God. Touch the word of God. Read the word of God. Get deep into the word of God. Thank you, you too. So now you know how a scepter looks like because a lot of people didn't. So God is going to release his favor and his grace upon 418 tonight to impact this generation. God is calling the remnant to get up and start, you know, and that he wants to use you in your gifts and your talents. He wants to impact this generation. You will be called revival. You will be called revival. You will be revival. Amen. Some of you are just looking at me to say, what the heck are you saying? But don't worry. You're sitting under the anointing. You will be touched. You will be changed. Amen. Secondly, you know, she was a courageous woman. She was a woman that was standing bold for her nation. Boldness. She operated in wisdom to confront injustice and deliver a nation from destruction. She stood boldly before the king. She didn't have any doubt what God can do in and through her. You have to believe in yourself for one night. The third thing. She was a humble, a humble woman of God. Esther's anointing will have a humble, grace-filled, grace teachable spirit. That's what the Esther generation will have. You will have a teachable anointing. Say, so I will have a teachable anointing. You know, I, le- I think of the guys, and they've got this macho thing inside of them. Oh, what can you teach me? What the heck? You know, it's, it's only Nikki. Oh, whatever. It's only Nikki. Let me tell you, if you have that attitude, you're not going to get anywhere in life. Nowhere. You need to have a teachable spirit. Amen? Four one eight. It's time for you to arise and to believe that your set time is here. You need to believe it. You need to believe it. So I believe, I believe. my set time is here. Now let's quickly look what can keep you away from the Esther's anointing. Quickly. When you walk in bitterness, when you are in unforgiveness, when a spirit of pride come upon you, when the Jezebel spirit operates through you, when you are prayerless, you, you don't feel like praying. A heart that is broken stands in the way of your breakthrough. A heart that is broken stands in the way of your breakthrough. That is what can hinder your anointing to move and expand around you. The fourth one, 
she will be taken from inferiority to influence. Young people all over the world are feeling a passion rising. It's a passion rising within you that cries out, I was made for more than this. I was made for more than this. There's something in you when you go to bed and you think, I, I was made for more than just being the student in the school. God is moving you guys from a place of inferiority, from competition to a place of confidence. When you place your confidence in Christ, in Jesus Christ, when you place your confidence in Him, He will set you in high places. Proverbs 29, 25 says, The fear and intimidation is a trap. Fear and intimidation is a trap, young people, that holds you back. But when, you're, when you place your confidence in Him, in the Lord, you will be seated in high places. The devil is a liar. Number five, and this is the one that I just, I see my ministry time is over and I'm just going to flow. Your mothers and fathers will be very grateful to wait tonight for you because they're going to have changed children. Amen. Number five, this Esther's anointing carries a a prayer anointing inside of her. It was a part of her. The greatest thing that can happen to you in life, the greatest source of empowerment you can have, is when you discover your position in prayer. The greatest thing, listen 418, I feel like shaking some of you. When you discover your position in prayer. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. When you discover your position in prayer. What is your position? You can't stand like this. You have to move. God is a moving God. Amen. Amen. You will learn how to intercede like an Esther. Now here I want to take Nikki as an example. When he started praying, Nikki, tell the people when you started praying, um, how long did you pray? When you started off the very first time? An hour. Wasn't it 10 minutes? It wasn't 20 minutes? It was an hour. Okay, but that's what I want to know. It was 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, right. That's where it started. Today, how many times and how long do you pray? It can go up to two hours. Two hours. And that two hours is, I just want to help you because I live with him. He's still under my roof. Thank God. He's He's not married yet. Thank you, Jesus. In three months' time, he will be. But um, as long as he's there, I enjoy what I hear because I hear the sound of prayer in my sons. He will get up every Thursday night. He will intercede for you, this generation, 
this generation that is you, he prays for you every Thursday night. Every Wednesday at this uh, church, he fasts and prays with his team for this generation. The Lord spoke to him and said, Nikki, I want you to pray and intercede for this generation. You have to pay a price every Friday from three to five. And he does that. He said, yes, Lord, I'll do it. He knows when he hears the voice of the heavenly father, he can obey the voice of the heavenly father because he knows the voice of his heavenly daddy. He prays for you, 418. And I want to call you this, in this night to take hands with your leader. He's crying out for this generation to be saved. He's got a heart for the children in the schools. We need to get up and pray more. We need to seek the face of God more. God is looking for that generation. Are you that generation? One or two, how many are there? How many say, I'm going to be a part of that generation that prays and intercedes for my people? It starts with you. Prayer changes you. It starts here with us. When you pray, then you stand in the gap for your family. Then you go further for your generation, for your schools. I know there are so many of you sitting here that sit in broken homes. Mommy and daddy fights, maybe divorced. Here's another Esther sitting here tonight. I want to salute you. She didn't stay in a house where there's nothing. She got up, entered one a competition after the other. Like an Esther, you prepared yourself. Robin, you prepared yourself. May not be the Miss SA of South Africa, but you are the queen in the kingdom. God prepared you. He's preparing you. For greater than being Miss South Africa. It's a greater anointing that will be set upon you. It was a process. It wasn't easy. And when the disappointment comes, remember, God knows better for your life than what the person that judges the Miss South Africa's. It's got a great call upon your life, girl. There comes a great thing for you. Great. Stay humble. Stay humble. We need a generation to pray. We need a generation to pray. Believe in yourself for one night that you can do it. Be obedient and be bold in your assignment. Trust God with everything inside of you. Walk in the fear of God like Esther did. Then favor will be bestowed upon you to stand before kings. Koroboko shekalar arbasete. 
There's an anointing in this house right now. I saw the angels walking in. God is descending some prayer warrior angels amongst you. You're going to feel a warmth on your shoulders and you're going to know that you know that God is standing with you. It's going to be impactful in your life. You're going to wake up early in the morning hours and you're, you're going to start praying. And as you open your mouth, you're going to just cry before the Lord. You're just going to say, here, Lord, here is a very plain and simple person that you created on this earth. Use me, Father. Nobody has to know how, how you pray and when you pray. When God sees your heart in your prayer room, He will make sure He will take you publicly. That's the God that I serve. Father, I pray, make this generation a prayer generation. Rise up an army who will seek you day and night. That they will never burn out. That they will feel you. That the fire of an Elijah will fall upon them, O God. Stir up, stir up inside of them a fire of intercession. Stir up a fire of intercession. Stir up a fire of supplication, of consecration. Stir up a people that will go after you, O oh God. A people that will go after you. For more information on products, please visit our website or send us an email. All the details are on the back of the product pack.